Hello, this is Josh Christman, pastor of the Anchor Church of Cambridge, located in Cambridge, Ohio. I want to say thanks for tuning in today. I hope this podcast inspires you, encourages you, and helps you to live the life that God has called you to live. John chapter 3. And I'm going to read. I'm going to start at verse 16. And read down to verse 21. And I have several scriptures that I'm going to draw from today. Amen. If you have it, say amen. If you're looking at the board, say amen. should bring your Bible to church. You know, it is a blessing to own a Bible. Now, I'm not, now these apps and stuff that they have, uh, they're so nice that you can look up stuff and have access to all that just at the touch of a finger and all. And, and I use those, but there's just something about being able to hold that word in your hands, isn't it? Isn't it? Amen. God gave us the written form of his word for a reason. I love it. I mean, love it. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever should believeth in him should not perish. It's not necessary for you to perish. How many know the Lord said it's not his will that any should perish. But that all should come to repentance. He gave you access. We already talked about that. But have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world. But that the world through him might be saved. He didn't send his son into the world to send us to hell. Come on, somebody. We were headed there on ourselves by ourselves. He sent his son to save the world, not to condemn the world. Somebody say amen. amen. He that believeth on him is not condemned. There's, there's a way of escape. But he that believeth not is condemned already because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And this is the condemnation that light is come into the world and men loved darkness rather than light. Why? Because their deeds were evil. For everyone that doeth evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. But he that doeth truth cometh to the light, that his deeds may be made manifest, 
that they are wrought in God. So he's talking about two different kinds of people here. The people that believe and the people that believe not. Right? People that have received and people that have not received. People that, that love light and people that love darkness. Amen. And I'm going to preach to you on this subject this morning uh, for just a little while. Your future's so bright, you got to take off the shades. Now, now there's a song that says, my future's so bright, i got to wear shades. Anybody know what I'm talking about? I wasn't always a preacher. But I'm saying your future's so bright, you got to take off the shades. Amen. Elbow your neighbor and tell him take off the shades. Now, for some of you, I might have to explain what shades are. Take off the sunglasses. Amen. Elbow your neighbor and tell him you know what shades are, right? Amen. Give the Lord one more hand clap of praise. Praise the Lord. You can be seated in the presence of the Lord. Praise God. I got you intrigued now, don't I? Praise the Lord. Somebody say, praise the Lord. Luke 11 and 34, the Bible says that the light of the body is the eye. Therefore, when thine eye is single or healthy, thine whole body is full of light. Okay? But if thine eye is evil, thy body also is full of darkness. Take heed, therefore, that the light which is in thee be not darkness. If thy whole body, therefore, be full of light, having no part darkness, the whole shall be full of light, as when the bright shining of a candle doeth give thee light. The light of the body is the eye. Amen. Uh, they used to say that the, the, the eye is the window to the soul. Amen. It's through the eye that that which is on the outside has access to get on the inside. Somebody say amen. It's through the eye that the, ability, that the body has the ability to receive light. Amen. Somebody say it's through the eye. Our vision, somebody say our vision, allows us to be aware of our surroundings. It, it's 80% of everything that we learn is through our eyes. Amen. Our eyes are an important part of our natural life. Somebody say amen. 
And anybody that has problems with their eyes, I apologize this morning. I'm not, I'm not trying to bring light to that subject. But uh, if you have problem with your eyes today and you have problems seeing, you have a, a, a pro, an inability to really uh, navigate your way through life without help. Somebody say amen. Our eyes work in a similar way to a camera. When you look at an object... The light, somebody say the light, reflected from that object enters the eyes through the pupil and is focused through the optical components within the eye. When light enters the eye, it is focused to a pinpoint on the macula, a small area in the center of the retina at the back of the eye. The macula is responsible for central detailed vision allowing you to see fine detail and color, to read and recognize faces. When light, somebody say light, stimulates the nerve cells in the retina, messages are sent along the optic nerve to the brain. The optic nerve from the two eyes join inside the brain. The brain uses information from the optic nerve to combine the vision from the two eyes Allowing you to see one image. Wow, that's amazing. Think about the complexity of the human body that God created. Think about it. Think about the complexity of the operation of the eye. Just the, the, the awesomeness of how the eye works. Amen. That, when, that, that everything that I see, everything that I'm able to see or that my eyes bring definition to, is, is because of the light. It's because there's enough light to reflect off of the object and give me clear vision of what that object is. Amen. How many know that if there's not enough light, we have a hard time seeing what's in front of us? Somebody say amen. Turn the lights down, will you? I better not leave them off too long. I saw some of your eyes this morning. Be like, wake up. Turn them all off. Back there. Leave these on up here. Hey, all right, I'm in a spotlight. Amen. We understand this is not a, a, a complex uh, revelation. Uh, that we have this morning. This is, this is not uh, something that takes a lot of explanation. But when, when there's a lack of light in a room, it's hard for us to navigate around the objects in the room. Amen. It's hard for us to see the path that we should take. Amen. It's hard for us to get from one place to the other. Amen. When there's plenty of light, there's no problem. Amen. When there's a lack of light, there's all kinds of problems. Amen. When there's, when there's light, this tissue box is not a problem. But when there's no light, all of a sudden, something so small becomes a serious stumbling block in my life. Come on, somebody. If I can't see where I'm going, at some point, I'm going to stumble over something that I can't see. Amen. Something as simple and as small and, and as as, 
as, as soft and, and little as a, as, a, as a Kleenex box, I should be able to just step on and go on. But when there's a lack of light, at some point I could stumble over that thing and it could cause serious wreckage in my life. Somebody say amen. I could trip and fall, break my arm, dislocate my shoulder, God forbid. Amen, I don't need any more injuries. Somebody say amen. We could trip and fall and cause ourselves pain and suffering. Amen. How many know that we need light in our lives? Amen. Jesus said those that walk in light, those that walk in darkness, they can't see what they stumble. Amen. We have to understand that we need light in our lives. We need light. We need somebody to shine the light on us. We need light on our path. We need light in our decisions. We need the light of God in our lives. Somebody say amen. Amen. There's times in, in the past where you can turn all the lights back on. The light was on me. You could see me clearly, but I couldn't hardly see you at all. Amen. How many how many's ever uh, come up to somebody that you should know and, and uh, the light was just not right and you couldn't see their face uh, very clear at all and, and you could not identify who they were until they spoke to you? Amen. Uh, light causes all kinds, uh, a lack of light causes all kinds of problems in our lives. Amen. I was walking out of the woods one night after hunting and, and climbed out of the tree stand and I'd forgotten my flashlight at the house. I don't like being in the woods in the dark with no light. Amen. It's just, we don't belong there. Amen. We're not, we're not created. We're not wired for that. You know, there's animals that can see in the dark. They're nocturnal. Amen. That is their domain, not ours. And I had no light and, and I'm climbing and I heard something moving around me. I was like, what was that? And all of a sudden I heard something over here and I, I heard one over here. There was, it wasn't just one thing, it was multiple things. And I'm like, get away from me. Ha, ha, ha. Trying to make myself bigger and stronger than I was. I was scared to death. I go a little further and all of a sudden, and I could hear them. They're trying to, because we take scent showers, try to descent ourselves before we get in. I know. It's crazy. And they're trying to figure out what I am. And, and I, 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 I finally got to the top of the hill, and there was a light on the crest of the hill. And, and I turn around, and I could see there was a couple of coyotes there. Amen. And they're, they're trying to figure out what I was, but uh, they were following me too close for comfort. Amen. I was, I was about to become dinner for them, and I didn't like that feeling. But I could not navigate and know what was there because of the lack of light. Amen. Because I'd have forgotten my light in my backpack. Amen. But how many know that we are not made to walk in the nighttime? We are not made to live in the nighttime. We are not made to navigate in the dark without a light. Amen. We're not, we're, we're not physically made to be able to see in the dark. We have to have light to see. Amen. Elbow your neighbor and say, you got to have light in order to see. 
Amen. Just like our physical bodies need light in order to see how many know that we have spiritual eyes. Amen. We don't just have a natural eye that we need light to see with. We need, we have a spiritual eye that we have the ability to see when we have the right amount of light. Amen. But how many know that Jesus said, while I am in the world, I am the light of the world. Amen. I am uh, uh, the light of the world. And he also said, uh, Matthew 4 and 16, the people which sat in darkness saw great light. And to them which sat in the region of the shadow of death, light has sprung up. How many know that when Jesus came into the world, he was the light of the world? Amen. He was the light of God being released into the earth. Somebody say amen. Amen. Then this is the message which we have heard and declare unto you that God is light. And in him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another and the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sin. Amen. How many know God is light? Amen. If you need light in your life, you need God in your life. If you need light in your life, you need the teachings of Jesus in your life. If you need light in your life, you need God's word in your life. Somebody say amen. Clap your hands to the Lord. He's worthy. Psalm 119 says thy word. Somebody say thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Amen. Amen. And further on down in Psalm 119, he said, the entrance of thy word brings light. Amen. It brings revelation. It brings light that we might see. It brings perception and guidance and understanding. Amen. It is light to us. Amen. In our decision making, in the past that we're walking, where we're going and what we're doing, the, the relationships that we're entering into, God's word will be light to you. Somebody say amen. God's word will be instruction. It'll be a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path. Amen. I can be in the darkest place that this world has to offer, but if I have a little bit of light, come on. How many know a little bit of light goes a long way? Amen. In gross darkness, if I have just a little bit of light, come on, if I just have my cell phone light where I can just see my surroundings and dictate my path, if I just have something that can help me see and navigate my way, come on, if I could just have something that can help me navigate the path that I should go on and and, and avoid the, the, the stumbling blocks and the snares that are set in my path, I want to tell you this morning, God's word don't always feel good and we don't always agree with it but it will be a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path it will help you to avoid stumbling somebody say amen as the gateway of light from the outside amen the eye is controlled by perception a healthy eye permitted internal illumination And spiritual well-being. An unhealthy eye is darkened. It darkens one's inner ability. And prevents sound judgment. 
Amen. When our eye is not to do God's will, but to do what we want to do, there is a darkening of the eye. Amen. How many know that our eyes are darkened by unbelief? And any time that we operate in a situation through what we want and not through what God wants, we are believing our way is greater than God's way. In fact, we are unbelieving God's way. Somebody say amen. And any time that we operate according to our own mind, our own eyes, and our own perception, there is a darkening of the eye. Amen. And there will be a point in your life where you stumble at that which is in front of you because your inability to see, to see clearly. Somebody say amen. I don't own a pair of sunglasses. I don't like sunglasses. I like the light. <laughs> I just don't like how they block my vision. These are Becca sunglasses. Can you tell? They're bedazzled. Amen. Too many times. We ask the Lord. What he wants. But we come to that meeting. Wearing sunglasses. Have you ever tried to talk to somebody wearing sunglasses? Now, most of you maybe I don't like, I'd already said I don't like sunglasses. Some people wear them all the time because the light hurts their eyes. But um, I really don't like talking to somebody in sunglasses. I like to see their eyes. Because when you look in somebody's eyes, They can feel your heart, and you can feel their heart. There is a reciprocation that happens. It's even worse when somebody's preaching to you with sunglasses on. I can, yeah. Nobody even knows who, can you see through these? Can you see my eyes through them? Man, this is awesome. You don't even know who I'm looking at. I'm watching you. Amen. You're trying to have a conversation, and the whole time that I'm talking, I'm trying to see through the glasses. You want to see because you can tell the, uh, how they're taking what you're saying by the reaction of their eyes. 
Amen. How many know that when you're having conversation and relationship with people, it's important that you can look them in the eye? Amen. It's important that you can look them directly in the eye so that you can feel what they're saying. Amen. If somebody can't look you in the eye, they're not feeling too good about themselves. Come on, somebody. If somebody can't look you in the eye, they don't want you to see what they're feeling. They're trying to hide. And too many times we come to God and we try to hide behind our shades so that God really can't see what we're feeling. But we got to understand something about God. That darkness don't play tricks on him like it does on us because the darkness is as light to him. How many know darkness does not impede him from seeing what the reality is? Come on. Darkness does not keep him from looking into the heart of mankind. Yeah, we can hide from one another. We can put our shades up all we want and guard ourselves and protect ourselves uh, and never really put ourselves out there because we don't want to get hurt or we don't want to get let down uh, or we really don't want to do what they're asking us to do. We can shield ourselves uh, from everybody around us, uh, but we can never shield ourselves from God. He can take the sunglasses uh, and look right through them. He can pierce right through the darkness uh, that's covering our hearts and our eyes. He's not moved by our darkness. Somebody say amen. God's not changed by my shades. Let me know that, that the light's still shining. The light's going to shine. Amen. The light's shining. God's light never takes a break. Amen. It, it's in, it never casts a shadow. There's no shadow of turning. There's no variableness with God. There's no changing with God. God doesn't change one moment to the next. The light that he shines with, with yesterday, he shines with today. And tomorrow when we wake up, the same God that we serve will be the same God that we served yesterday. Come on, somebody. There, there is a, there, there's, there, there's a faithfulness with God. There's a, an, an immovable nature, an unchangeable nature that we have to understand. Regardless what we do, it does not change who he is. It does not change the principles of his word. It does not change his character. Somebody say amen. amen. So when I put my shades on, I'm not changing the sun. I mean, no, the sun's still the sun. But what I am doing is I am putting something in the way of or blocking a portion of the light from entering into my body. Amen. And by, and by putting on shades, sunglasses. Whew. Wow, that's bright. I am not changing God. I am not changing the circumstance or the situation around me. I'm not changing anything but my perception and how I perceive it. Amen. I'm not changing anything except my ability to receive the light of God's word. Come on, somebody. Whenever I put something, uh, uh, sometimes uh, uh, when God's word comes to us, we, we rationalize it and we reason it out. And when we're doing that... Uh, 
We're trying to make excuse for the way that we want to live and what we want to do and the decisions that we want to make. And all the time, we're not changing God's word. We are changing our ability to see. Amen. We're changing our ability to receive from the Lord. Somebody say amen. This is why fasting and prayer is so important for us. At some point, we have to be willing to open ourselves up completely to the light of God's word. How do we do that? How do we do that? We got to take off the glasses, first of all. The glasses are representative of anything that gets in the way from us doing what God has purposed for us to do. Amen. We got to, too many times we come to church. And when we walk in, now I'm not talking about natural sunglasses, so wear your sunglasses. Nobody's laughing now. <laughs> Is everybody all right? If you wear sunglasses, wear your sunglasses. I don't, you know, that's not what this is about. But when we come to church and we have our, our spiritual sunglasses on, amen, what we're saying is, I believe part of what you're saying. I believe part, you know, you know I'll receive this part of it. But I'm not going to receive that part of it. Amen. There's, there's a limit to what I'm going to allow into my life. There's a limit to what I'll give up for the Lord. Come on, somebody. There's a limit to how far I'll go in, in, in commitment to God. Amen. There is a limit. I, I, I enjoy the services. I enjoy the presence of the Lord. I enjoy being a part of the church. I, I enjoy uh, uh, the singing and the, the worship. And I, I enjoy what I, what I feel. But as far as it goes for me personally, there's only so much and so far that I'm willing to go. Amen. I, I'll only go to a certain point. I, I'll let this in, but not that. And, and I'll let that in, but not this. Amen. But how many know that when we come to God, we got to, we got to, Put down the facade. Amen. It doesn't matter what other people see. Amen. Or what you can block. See, you can, you can hide from people, but we can't hide from God. Amen. And so when you come to God, you got to come to God with a sincerity about you, a genuineness about you that says, there's nothing in my life that I'm trying to hide. There's nothing that I will try to hide because I realize you see everything. I want you to have access to everything that that is me, and I want to have access to everything that is you. Come on. God is not happy with just a partial relationship. Come on. He's not happy with just a little bit. Amen. You might be happy with it, but God's not happy with it. And the things that are destroying your life, He has an answer for. And there's wounds that you can't get over. He's got a healing for. And those questions that you can't answer, He sees the solution to those things. But in order to access that, you got to be willing to take off uh, the glasses. Come on. You got to be willing to come to God with 100% sincerity and truth. 
Amen. Somebody say sincerity. What is sincerity? What is sincerity? If you, if you could give it one word, go ahead, shout it out. What is truthful? Yeah, yeah. Anything else? Your whole heart? Amen. It's just, it's just out there, right? It's, it's, it's who you are. You're transparent. You're open. Whenever, whenever there's something about our lives that we don't want other people to know, we close up, right? And we, 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 try, to, we try to be something that we're not. Amen. We feel like whenever we feel inadequate within ourselves that we got to be something people expect us to be. Well, when we do that, there's an insincerity. There's a, there's a hypocritical part of us that we're pretending to be something that, that we're not. And when Jesus was talking to the Pharisees and the scribes in Scripture, he calls them, he calls them hypocrites. Amen. Because uh, if you look up that word, it means a facade. It means a, 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 you're going to a, a costume party where you're putting on a mask and pretending to be something that you're not. You're, you're pretending to be strong and you're pretending to be committed and you're pretending to be holy and you're pretending to be pure and you're pretending to be sincere. But the whole time, you're just putting on a mask and there's an emptiness to it because that's not really who you are. Amen. And when you're by yourself, you feel lost and empty because you can't be yourself. Come on, somebody. But if you would take down the facade, come on, if you would take down the sunglasses, because most of the time it's not to keep God out. It's to keep people from seeing who we really are. Come on, somebody. Most of the time, the reason we wear the sunglasses, it's not to keep God out. It's to keep other people out. Because if I can pretend good enough, if I can act good enough, then maybe they'll accept me. But there's got to be a time where a level of maturity hits us and we realize I'm not being true to myself. I'm not being true to the people around me. I'm not being true to God. As long as I pretend, I'm false. Come on, come on, somebody. As long as I pretend, I'm wearing glasses. Come on. As long as I pretend and cover it up, I'm hiding not only from the people, but from God. And what God's really trying to do in my life, He can't penetrate because I got something that's blocking the light of God. Come on, somebody. Somebody say, take off the glasses. Light is always good. Always. The only time that light is not good is for when you don't want people to see what you're doing. And anytime anything is ever manifested, it's manifested by light. Come on. Anytime there's ever revelation, it's revealed by light. How many know revelation is just the uncovering of what's already there, but that we can't see because we don't have enough light to see it? Come on, somebody. Anytime something is, is manifested, it's manifested by the light. If you're doing something and you're trying to hide from somebody, you don't want them to, you do it in the darkness. 
Somebody say amen. And if you know that you're, you're, you're living in darkness or you're walking in darkness and, and doing things that you shouldn't, anytime there's light, you run from it. Come on, somebody. Amen. You, you almost have a... Ha, I've been there. I've been there where I wasn't living right and doing right. And, and, and I wasn't... I knew that, that I was living far below what God had purposed for my life. And, and that those are the times I didn't want to come to church. Because I knew... That the moment I stepped foot in the building, that that preacher looks like a tractor beam. Mm, you know, it finds you where you're at, and it'll settle on you. Amen. And and that feeling that you get of conviction, and you're like, oh God, I'm sorry. But I would get up, and I would, I would practically run out of the church. Amen. Bypassing everybody. People try to shake your hand, and people trying to get to know you, but you, you run out of the church, because not because you don't like the people, but because you don't like that feeling. Amen. Because you know that feeling that you have on the inside, that that's God trying to, trying to penetrate that, that, that the glasses that you put on and that, that, that facade that you're trying to pretend to live in. Come on. He's, he's penetrating, and it feels, it feels terrible. Somebody say it feels terrible. You know, I was I was driving the other day. Uh, I'm a UPS driver, and and uh, um, it's busy this time of year. And we're pedaled to the metal. And the other day, it was really sunny. And uh, I was pulled up, and I was backing into this driveway. And the light was hitting my mirrors perfectly but but see the mirrors were dirty there's all kinds of dirt on the windows of this truck that I was driving and I could not see where I was going I couldn't see the reflection in that mirror not because of the light but because of the dirt on the light or on the mirror but I couldn't even see the dirt on the mirror until the light hit it. And once the light hit it, all of a sudden, the dirt became visible and it blocked my view. And I'm sitting there and I'm fighting it and I stop and I get out and I look. I'm like, am I okay here? Because I really, I really can't see at all behind me because the dirt on the windows. And as I'm backing up, I, I was thinking about the, the concept or the principle of the light of God's Word and, and what impedes it and what blocks it and what gets in the way. How many know that when the light comes, if there's dirt in the way, it will not reflect the view in the mirror, but it will reveal the dirt that's on the mirror. Come on, somebody. How many know the light, when it tries to shine or reflect through us and to become us, if it cannot reflect through, it's because there's dirt in the way. Amen. And it always reflects reveals the dirt. Amen. How many times have we tried to back up with the light in our eyes and we couldn't see because of the dirt? How many know what I'm talking about? 
And so I got up. I did a little window cleaning. Whoever drove this truck before me uh, didn't take care of it. Hey, man, it was, we have a different truck every day. It's, it's, I'll, I'll clean the windows one day, and I'll be in another dirty truck. Man, they need to hand out Windex in that station. Get these guys, and they got it. They got to fight the same battle that I fight. It's not that. That's the way our eyes are made. It's not. It's not because I, I'm a I'm a certain person, and, and and you're not. It happens to everybody. Amen. And so when when you come to the house of God, and and the Lord starts the the light of God starts to be 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 broadcast, and it starts to shine, and it starts to cover your lives, and and, and it starts to to, to 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 reveal some things in your life. It's not revealing those things because He dislikes you or because he's against you. He wants his image to be reflected in you. But the only way his image can be reflected in us is if the dirt is removed. And once the dirt is removed, there's clear vision for us to see. Clap your hands to the Lord. He's worthy. Amen. Amen. Somebody say, get it out of the way. Because the entrance of God's word always brings light. Amen. But I ask you this morning, what's obstructing the light? Is there anything obstructing the light? Is there anything in the way of the light? Come on. Is the light able to penetrate clearly? Is it getting where it needs to be? Because my Bible tells me that the word of God is quick and it's powerful and it's sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing, dividing asunder between soul and spirit, and is a, a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. The problem is not God's Word. The problem is not the light of God. The problem maybe is our insincerity in coming to God. Do we really want to know what God thinks? Mm. Elbow your neighbor and ask him, do you really want to know? There's times in pastoring where uh, people don't, don't come to us and, and ask for uh, instruction or, or counsel. How many know there's safety in counseling? Multitude of counsel. Godly counsel. And there's times where uh, people will make decisions and fall prey to things that, that they should have seen coming. And I, and I ask them, and I've done it a, a hundred times, why didn't, you, why didn't you come talk to me? Well, here's the number one answer. Does anybody want to play Family Feud right now? Wow. Why, did, why didn't you come to me? What's the number one answer? Mm -mm. Scared? That's probably three. That's on the board, though. You didn't get a strike. That's on there, too. Yeah. Because I knew what you were going to say. 
I knew what the answer was going to be. And so it, it tells me, you knew what was right. Come on, somebody. But, but, you put on the glasses and pretended like you didn't see it when really God's already dealt with you about it. And you don't need me to stand up here and go down the line and name it because God's already dealt with you about it. And the only way that you can get deliverance and healing and forgiveness is if you take off the glasses, you pull out your heart, and you say, Lord, this is who I am. This is what I've done. Lord, I'm tired of hiding. I'm tired of pre pretending to be something that I'm not. I'm tired of stumbling. I'm tired of falling. Come on. I'm tired of the pain. Does anybody feel me this morning? I'm tired of the guilt. I'm tired of the guilt. I'm tired of the shame. Amen. I, I'm tired of, of, of doing it my own way. Amen. God will allow us. He will. He will allow us to, 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 to make our own decisions and do what we want and, and go where we go. We have, a, we have a right to choose. We have the power to choose and to choose our path and make our, our own way. And he will stand aside and, and allow you to do that. But there will come a time in your life where you're, you, you get your belly full of your own way. And that, that's when you'll be able to turn to God. And you'll take off the glasses. And you'll say, Lord, I'm done pretending. I can't pretend anymore. God, I, 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 need, I need free from this. I need out from under this. Lord, I, I, I'm tired of walking in darkness. I'm tired of stumbling. I'm, I'm tired of making the same mistakes over and over and over. I want to tell you this morning, if you're tired of it, you can make a change. You can do it God's way today. Come on, somebody. You can take on God's way. You can, you can heed the light of his word, and he will never, you, never point you in the wrong direction. And he will never point you into a way that you're going to stumble. And he will, he, he will never snare you. He will never allow you to be snared by the traps of the enemy. But he will guard you, and he will guard your path, and he will make your path straight. Come on. And he will make it easy easy to see. Come on. He'll shine his light upon your path and make it safe. But it's going to be his way. Stand with me all around the building. It's going to be his way. It's, it's going to be God's way. Somebody say God's way. There are Let's just feel after the Lord right now. Why don't you close your eyes and just Open your heart unto the Lord. 
everybody in the building, just in your own way, just open your heart unto the Lord today. Lord, my heart is open in the way that I know how to do it. Hmm. Move upon us, Lord, I pray. Work with us. Something we have to understand. Some of us moving forward. God's Word is contrary to our own will. Okay, it's... it's we can't please God within ourselves in the way that what that means is I don't think the same way that he thinks. My ways are not his ways. Typically, when I'm trying to figure out how to handle something, I got to do the opposite of what I want to do. Let me know what I'm talking about. Because I want to handle it my way. I have a way of thinking. Come on. I have uh, a limited perspective on what I'm capable of seeing and what I'm capable of understanding. Amen. God's unlimited. Somebody say He's unlimited. He's infinite. He's beyond measure. He has the ability to look into every, every heart, every situation, every circumstance, and, and know the way that they should go. Come on, somebody. He has the ability to know. He has the ability to see how things are going to turn out if we do it one way or if we do it the other way. Come on, somebody. We don't have that ability. Our way is contrary to God's way. In fact, our way will lead us the wrong direction. Come on. Get the wrong result. How many can attest to what I'm saying? God's word will never agree with my flesh. It won't rationalize my sin. But it draws a line. It draws a line. And it divides what's right and what's wrong. What's His will and what's not His will. Amen. It divides. Somebody say it divides. Some of us, there needs to be some dividing. In our lives. And he told Timothy, rightly dividing the word of truth. Amen. There needs to be some dividing. There needs to be uh, some, some, some introspection. Come on. There needs to be some uh, a looking on the inside of us and allowing God's word to shine his light. God to shine his, the light of his word on the inside of us to dictate what's right behavior, what's wrong behavior, what's right motivation, what's wrong motivation. Amen. Because he'll discern it all and he'll reveal it all. If, if you want him to take a look, he'll take a look. Somebody say, open your heart.
So prepare yourself. You see, the one scripture says, prepare. He prepared not his heart to seek the Lord. His heart was not ready to receive what God had to say. And if our heart is not ready to receive what God has to say, Amen. Go ahead and speak. But I'm only hearing what I want to hear. I'm only going to see what as much as I want to see. I'm only going to allow you to go uh, uh, so far. And then I'm, I'm going to put up a wall and I'm going to stop you. Amen. But if you want to give God access today, and prepare your heart to seek the Lord. He'll speak to you. And it's through the word of God that we find deliverance. It's through the word of God that we find salvation. It's through the word of God that we find healing. It's through God's word that we find guidance and direction and instruction. Come on. It's in God's word where we find reproof and chastisement. We need His Word today. Amen. We need His Word today. Amen. Why don't we just close our eyes and feel after the Lord right now. God, I pray over every person under the sound of my voice today. I pray, God, that there would be a hunger ignited on the inside for more light, for more of You. I pray, God, that hide and seek would be over. God, that they would no longer hide from your presence or run from your presence, but that they would run to your presence and they would run to your word. God, I pray, Lord, for every heart that's willing, God, today that you would shine your light upon their lives, shine your light upon their family, shine your light, God, upon their circumstances. God, help them navigate, Lord, in this world, God, today in these tough circumstances that we find ourselves in. I pray, God, that you would be a light unto our feet, a lamp unto our feet, and a light unto our path. I pray, God, that you would shine on those things today wherewith we stumble. I pray, God, that you would shine upon every snare of the devil and every plan of hell. I pray, God, that you would reveal, Lord, what needs to be revealed. Manifest what needs to be manifested, Lord, that we can be healed, we can be changed, and we can be delivered, God. We come to you this morning with sincere hearts, totally open, God, to your plan, to your purpose, and to your will. Lord, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, I pray. If there's anybody this morning that you want to find a place to pray as we sing and worship today, why don't you do that? If you're here this morning and you're pondering your path, if you're pondering the decisions that you need to make in the coming weeks, I want you to find a place to pray in here. And I want you to open your heart unto the Lord and say, Lord, I'm yours, God. I'm not my own. I'm bought with the price, the price of the blood of Jesus Christ, Lord. I place my circumstance in your hands. I place my heart in your hands. I place my calling in your hands. I place my children in your hands, Lord. 
my circumstance, everything about me, Lord, it is yours. Reveal what needs to be revealed. God, I pray, heal what needs to be healed. Change what needs to be changed. Lord, if it's me that needs to change, God, I give you access, Lord. I give you open access, God, to my heart and to my life. Speak to me. Rebuke me. Correct me, God. Make provision, Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, you can have it all. In the name of Jesus, come on, just seek him for a moment. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. I need your light, Lord, I need your light, God. I need your light, Jesus. Thanks again for listening to the Anchor Church of Cambridge podcast. If you enjoyed it, make sure you subscribe so you can keep up with our weekly sermons. If you are in the Cambridge area, we invite you to join us on Sundays at 11 a.m. Again, thanks for listening and we hope to see you soon.